are live. Welcome to the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast, week two. I'm actually really excited. I'm really excited to um, be talking again this week. And there's a lot that's going on. And um, also, when you listen back to your podcast, and I must have listened to my podcast about 32,000 times over the last week. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I will say there's been an incredible, an, an overwhelmingly positive response. And it's it's awesome. I never would have thought that that would have been, been the case. Um, not that I didn't think what I was, was doing was interesting, but I think people are so preoccupied with taking selfies and really important things like Instagram all day that I, I kind of figured that podcasts weren't cool anymore, but um, I guess I guess they still are somewhat interesting. Um, but I think I think I learned a couple things. First of all, um, I realized that my mother listened and she said that I said bullshit too much. So um, I'm going to try not to use the word shit as much this week. And also I found out that my cats are actually much more interesting than I am. So Hopefully, uh, they'll make a, another appearance today. I did move the recording to uh, another room. So there is still the potential that the cats will make their way. I did leave the door open, but uh, they're sleeping right now. So I, I'm sure the only reason that you're listening this week is to um, get the update on my cats. So, um, But I did want to talk about Instagram and sort of my podcast last week. It was really quick. It was 15 minutes, and this one's going to be about two and a half hours long. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm going to try and cap it at a half hour at the most, because I think listening to me from, uh, for more than a half an hour is, is probably not that interesting. But, you know, I did say Instagram is bullshit. And, you know, I apologize for saying uh, shit again. Um, but I want to make I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, let me take my glasses off so I can I think better with my glasses off. Obviously, I'm not naive. I'm not some grumpy old man who is sitting on some mansion on the top of a hill looking down um, on all the Instagram users in our, in our culture. Uh, of course, I use Instagram. Um, I would be an idiot if I didn't use Instagram. Instagram is one of the most powerful tools if you are a creator and you want people to... Um, read or see what you're doing or see what you have to sell. Um, Instagram is the reason why there's so much money being spent um, on Instagram and Facebook from advertisers is because if you look around and you go out to dinner and you um, go to the movies or wherever, everybody's face is down looking at their phones. So the world, as I said last week, wants your attention because they want you to buy their stuff or they want you to um, latch on to whatever they're selling or talking about. So, of course, Instagram is far from bullshit. It's um, a big deal. It's it's bought by it was bought by Facebook. Everybody's staring at it all the time. So, I want to be very clear here. I'm not. I use Instagram. I enjoy using Instagram. It's obviously a platform that that I take seriously. Well, my posts aren't particularly serious, but I take it seriously, and I I'm going to be using it more now that I today actually I fish, I officially finished the first draft of my book today, so I'm really stoked about that. Um, but of course, I'm going to be using Instagram. I used it all week telling people to listen to my podcast. Um, but there is a deep effect that it's having on our culture, and. You know, I brought up 
Donald Trump and Cardi B. Let me, I, I was doing some research. So I want to sort of try and do a little bit of a parallel um, example here or parallel or compare two, gener two decades uh, with each other. And I'm going to talk about the 90s and present day. And I actually think they're quite similar. I was reading about the 90s. Musically, we had grunge. Uh, we had hip hop, Tupac, Snoop, uh, Ice Cube, LA, New York, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Some of the best music that we've ever had um, with grunge and hip hop. Um, we had the Columbine shootings. We had Rodney King. Um, we had the scandal with Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Um, we had the Gulf War. Um, we had O.J. Simpson and that insanity. So my point is, is that I actually think that a lot of that same stuff. Oh, and then the other thing that's really important: we had a terrible suicide with with Kurt Cobain, um, and HIV epidemic. Um, the 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 um, intensity in which our culture responded to Kurt Cobain's suicide was surreal. I remember still driving down to Panga Canyon and getting. Um, a message from my roommate who told me the news about Kurt and um, I pulled over and I was devastated. And I remember for weeks seeing on television uh, the memorial at his house and Courtney Love sitting outside. I think, yeah, they had, a, they had a baby at this point, obviously. I remember seeing pictures of the baby. And it was a really dark time, I think, in our country. And uh, I already talked about the LA riots, Rodney King, um, the Gulf War. It was a really dark time. And I think, I think the same stuff is happening right now. Maybe this kind of stuff always happened, but I think it's happening now again. You, the, the scandals uh, with the White House now. Obviously, there's war. Obviously, um, there's suicides. Uh, just Mac Miller just killed himself. When I say suicides, I'm, I'm specific, obviously, there's suicides all the time. Um, but I'm specific, specifically talking about uh, famous musicians. Uh, Mac Miller just killed himself in OD this past weekend. Avicii, a DJ, just killed himself maybe a couple months ago. Chris Cornell, um, one of my favorite singers, killed himself um, end of 2017. Uh, Chester from Lincoln Park just killed himself. Um, we talk about violence and the Columbine shootings and the Oklahoma City bombings in, in the 90s. And um, we obviously have more gun violence now than, than possibly ever before. The difference, so those are the parallels. I see a lot of similarities with these two things. And I promise you, I'm going to get to Instagram in a second. Um, the difference, though, between these, these, these two uh, generations is back in the 90s, the internet just came out. I think it was 91, 92, if I'm not mistaken. And nowadays, the internet is obviously all over the place, all over your phone, it's, it's everywhere. And so back then in the 90s, I felt as though all this shit was happening and it was really dark and it was really tragic. But because we didn't have Instagram or our phones to sort of the, the, um, distract us from what was going on, we actually cared and we actually absorbed everything around us. We absorbed the Gulf War. We absorbed the tragedy of Kurt Cobain killing himself. We absorbed Rodney King getting beaten in the LA riots. Um, 
the Columbine shooting, we we absorbed and 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 we really felt it, and we wanted a change. We wanted a change, and we didn't have to go to our phones to distract us. We we weren't able to be distracted. We we had to have conversations about it, or we read the newspaper about it, or sadly, people went into LA and started rioting. Um, now, as terrible as that was. Um, at least people were reacting. People were, were having a response. Now, thanks to Instagram, we don't know how to respond. We don't know, like on the surface, we, we obviously care. We don't want people to riot. We don't want people to kill themselves. And obviously it's tragic that Mac Miller at 26 just killed himself. But I don't think we're really living with those feelings or those emotions that come with such tragedy. I think we just move on to the next thing. We'll, we'll deal with it for a minute, and then we get back to our phones, or we um, text people, or we look at some freaking television show on Netflix. And and so, how does this relate to Instagram? Well, Instagram is training your brain to keep moving from one thing to the next. Now, I think Instagram is worse than Facebook because at least on Facebook there were you know articles that you could potentially read. Um, you could add the New York Times to your feed or um, you know, the Wall Street Journal or the New Yorker or I don't know, anything that at least um, sparked your interest. The, the, the photos from your friend's post were at least were, were uh, interrupted by actual news. But on Instagram, it's just one photo after another. One smiley face after another. One picture of abs and asses and people smiling and eating good food after another. Your brain is just like absorbing one ridiculous photo after another. Now, when I say ridiculous, of course, they're not ridiculous, but they're not meaningful. The world around us has so much meaning going on, but because our brains are not able to sit still and actually absorb what's going on, we're just moving right on moving to the next suicide, moving to the next tragedy. It's almost like, look at the gun violence that's happening in America. It happens, we react, we get upset for a few days, and then we move on. And that's exactly what's happening in our culture. And I think Instagram is to blame. Well, I don't know if, yes, I don't know if it's fair to say Instagram is to blame. Obviously, we're the ones that are responsible for what's happening. But Instagram is creating a culture where we just want to move on to the next best thing. And here comes Leo back into the studio. Welcome, Leo. Say hi. So the other thing I want to talk about with um, Instagram, and I'm going to move on to one other thing about um, my show and, and why um, why I did this. And hopefully Leo will uh, come back into the studio again. Uh, I need to be careful not to say his name, though, because whenever I do, his ears like perk up and then he runs in here. So, uh, you know, I brought up Cardi B last week um, on my show, and, and I realized, you know, I, I, I need to be, I'm not, I'm, I wasn't hating on Cardi B. Um, I play Cardi B in a lot of my shows when I'm out DJing. Um, I love the remix 
Dylan Francis is one of my favorite DJs. He does this remix of I Like It, which I, every time I play it, just the room explodes. Um, so I play, I play Cardi B. Um, but what I think has happened, again, because of Instagram and our culture, is you don't have to be very good to get a lot of attention or to make a lot of money. And Cardi B, to me, represents... Um, that trend in our culture. And, and I think it, it started, and I brought this up in my Instagram post yesterday about things I was going to talk about. I was really looking back at the 90s a lot. And I was thinking the 90s really sort of started the shift. And of course, the internet started in the 90s. But you know, I already brought up these terrible things that happened in the 90s. But the other thing that started in the 90s, Jerry Springer started in the 90s in 1994, um, you know, there was Phil Donahue and there was Oprah Winfrey, and they were both great daytime talk shows where they, they actually talked about legitimate stuff going on in our culture or in our society. And, and people paid attention to them um, for good reason, because um, they were often very intelligent and, um, and, and powerful in, in, in the way they used their voice in their show. I don't totally know what happened. I don't know if more television stations started to take over. So Jerry Springer came into the, into the fray, uh, and he, he looked like Phil Donahue. He sort of combed his hair the same way. Um, he sounded like Phil Donahue, and his ratings were going to the toilet. People weren't paying attention. And so what did he do? He changed the show up, and he made it all about drama, uh, couples fighting and arguing and and people cheating on each other and, and the big sort of pinnacle of the show was when you know this man was was talking with his girlfriend and they were you know playing with the audience like oh my wife doesn't know or my boyfriend doesn't know or uh, and then the big um, reveal is when Jerry brings out the wife or the girlfriend and they all fight on stage and there's girl fights or there's guys fighting or swinging at each other. And the crowd loved it. Everybody started cheering and clapping and, you know, and they would start screaming, Jerry, Jerry, like he was sort of the, um, um, I don't know, the, the, the savior or, or he should be, um, um, lauded for his for bringing all these people together or or bringing this chaos on stage and i think in a weird sort of way uh, and one of my friends uh her acting coach actually said that jerry springer was the demise of our society and again you know when i bring up cardi b it's not what cardi b it's it's not cardi b specifically it's what she represents and jerry springer to me represents the downward spiritual spiral of our culture um, we're paying attention to people because they're loud or they swear a lot or they're vulgar or they're, you know, showing off their ass or their tits on Instagram. Um, and, and what's happening is, is that people aren't working on their craft. They're not trying to become a better singer or a songwriter or provide interesting content that makes you think or makes you want to, you know, read or, or open up the New York Times. And here I am bringing up these things about the 90s. And maybe you'll open up Wikipedia and read about it and, and want to see for yourself what was going on in the 90s. But um, people are realizing because of Instagram and our culture that 
um, oh, oh, geez, I don't have to go to college or I, I don't have to work particularly very hard at the guitar to become a great guitar player. If I'm, if I create an interesting look or if I swear a lot or if I show off my, my, my tits all the time or my ass all the time or, you know, uh, show off my, my, my abs or, or if I'm just insanely crazy, um, that will get people's attention and then I'll become famous. Um, and I think, you know, I brought up last week how I don't think, I think creatively we, we are never going to have um, a Seattle grunge era again. I, I mean, that's a bold statement to make. Uh, of course, I could be um, proven wrong, but that era of music will never happen again. And same with hip hop in the 90s. Um, people are too concerned with their image with their Instagram profile. Uh, of course, there's going to be artists that release a great album. Um, of course, there's going to be a band that comes through or a song that comes through that you know takes over the, the, the airwaves for a month. But I'm talking a group of musicians, a style of music that takes over the country. And, and, and you're just absorbed by it. And I remember my roommate in college was from Seattle and he had all these CDs and tapes. I'm dating myself here a little bit. And at the time, nobody knew about Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Alice in Chains and Mudhoney. So we listened to these. Well, he, he knew about them because he was from Seattle and he kept saying, Eddie, this is going to take off. And it did just like hip hop did in the 90s. So back to present day, I don't think any of that is going to happen anymore because for it to happen, people need to be willing to put their phones down and work on their craft and get better at singing or writing a book or, or uh, becoming an actor or making movies. And people are caring more about how they look than actually putting in the work and becoming a better artist or a better painter or a better singer. So Cardi B to me represents that shift. Last segment here today. I like how I broke it up into three segments, but you know, one more thing I was thinking about. Um, uh, so the impact of somebody like Cardi B. And, and the other thing that happened um, in the 90s, I think it was, was reality TV started. I can't believe I forgot that. Um, you know, MTV started... Um, that reality show, the real world. There we go. That's what it was called. And then we had Laguna Beach and, and the OC, and and then our culture became obsessed with these sort of reality shows. And it's it that became more interesting than actual real content. And to me, Instagram really is basically just like a reality show. Everybody, it's like everybody has their own TV show. Uh, or everybody is advertising how happy they are um, or how sexy they are or how great their taste is in food. Or, you know, I make fun of yoga teachers a lot. I sort of mentioned this last week, but yoga teachers to me are the sort of the epitome of, of an advertisement on Instagram. Everything they post primarily is perfection, whether it's their body or quotes on how you should sort of live your life um, or they... Um, post some beautiful picture in Thailand uh, in some handstand or something. Everything that they post is beautiful. And everything your friends post 
is always beautiful. And so it's sort of like a reality TV show. Everybody's always just having a good time. And nobody, uh, the difference with reality TV is there's actual drama, but it's, it's, it's almost ridiculous. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, Instagram is like reality TV, but it's just all good. There's nothing bad. It's all good. So our brains, again, one more reference to our brains and sort of our present day culture, our brains it's almost like we're not able to handle drama or we can't handle um, stress because we're only used to good shit all the time on Instagram. Like we, we only want the good. We can't deal with the bad. And back in the 90s, although there was a lot of terrible stuff going on, I got the impression that, that we cared, that we were going to get through it. When 9-11 happened, I think it was early 2000, Obviously, a tragic event. But I felt like we were all going to come together and make some, make a change, make it better. And now, I think, because we're only used to good stuff happening on our phones, although we hear all the time about all the bad stuff happening around us, it's like we want to give it our attention for maybe a day or two, and then we're ready to move on to the next best thing. There we go. Nellie's making an appearance. Nellie, all right, I want to record this last episode or this last segment. So I was always really... <laughs> Sorry, Nellie, come on, go away. I was really inspired by James Lipton in the actor's studio. Back in the day, he was interviewing actors about their craft. And I, I felt like you were getting sort of a glimpse into what it meant to be an actor or an artist. And I, I actually connected with it, even though I'm not an actor, I thought it was really cool. And Sam Jones, who's a famous photographer, the last like five or six years, he created an interview show for the Audience Network where he's um, talking to artists, musicians. It never really gets too personal. It's mostly about their craft and um, some films they worked on. The interview with Dave Grohl and Ethan Hawke, I really liked a lot. And I'll, I'll talk about that interview with Ethan Hawke, I think, next week. Uh, and then Jerry Seinfeld now has an interview show where he's interviewing, you know, he's really casually drinking coffee and interviewing uh, fellow stand-up comedians about uh, comedy. So I thought, why don't I do an interview show with artists and yoga teachers, musicians, but let's talk about the impact that Instagram is having, uh, not only on their life, but also on their, crea on their creative life. And I thought... I thought that would be pretty interesting. So here we go. Thanks so much for listening. And i uh, really excited for next week and uh, podcast number three, The Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral.